As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host Morgan, and today I'm joined by the amazing Olivia O'Brien. The amazing. The amazing. <laughs> like <a> circus act. <laughs> no, you're just like such a good performer. Thank you. And I was so fucking bummed. I went to Coachella this year, and my ass, I was, you were Saturday. I was su Sunday. Yeah. Even worse. <laughs> I was so fucking hungover, and I like had it on my schedule. I'm like, we're going to go, Justin, because my boyfriend's in music, and he like wanted to see everyone and anyone. And so I'm like, no. I was like, I don't care about that person I like we need to be there for Olivia because I want to see Jocelyn and um my hungover self you know neon carnival the night before was not yeah the best idea yeah Sunday is always it. a really rough day for everyone like all my friends I was I thought my friends weren't gonna make it and they've pulled some shit on me like that before where they like don't show up like weekend two mm -hmm. they were all at the festival and none of them came to my set weekend one they all came but I didn't think they the were shit yeah they are yeah <laughs> <Remember>. <laughs> um Yeah, but they weekend one they were all like, oh my god, I'm on the floor throwing up. Like I can't. Like my hairstylist also did um, my friend Stoss, and she was like okay. banging on Stoss's door. Like oh, she was like, no. don't worry, Olivia, I'm gonna get her to come. She was like, <laughs> Stoss, we need to do glam right now. We're gonna miss the set. And they like did it really fast, and she they all made it, and they were there. And it was fine, but I was so worried for them because they were all so hungover. They've been partying for like three days straight. They'd they'd been in Palm Springs or in they I think they were in. I don't know. I don't know what exact Rancho all, Mirage like, or something. Yeah, it all blends in over yeah, there. Yeah, but they they had been in the desert for like two days before Coachella even started oh, too. No. So they were like fucked. <laughs> it is a bender. Yeah. It's it's a tough gig over there. But you're an amazing performer. Some of your songs are just they're incredible. And your I feel like your um your Coachella performance went so viral with Logan <laughs> like holding up the sign. Yeah. That was a... Uh... <laughs> Funny. <laughs> little a little revenge for you? No, it's not revenge. We're like we're like really really close friends. Like we talk all the time, so it was just kind of like a fun thing. And like I had just broken up with my boyfriend like a week before that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like my ex boyfriend was really like jealous of my like friendship with Logan yeah. and would get super weird about like me ever talking to him. So I wouldn't have like invited him out to do that if I was still with my ex. So yeah. I was like, fuck it. Like this is an idea that I had, and like I think it would be cool. And like Logan's always wanted to be on a Coachella stage. He went through a phase when he wanted to be a singer. Oh my god! So, <laughs> he realized it probably isn't gonna happen. Oh, um, that's but, hilarious. Yeah. So he got to kind of live out his little fantasy and being on a Coachella stage, and then yeah. I got to like make a little fun joke and have a little moment. So it was good. I think it was really fun for both of us. Yeah, no, it looked it looked so funny. It looked like a good time. I can't even imagine. Like the anxiety I get before having guests come on the podcast, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you do it. I was like, you just 
You're magical. Mm, you just had to take a couple shots before. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. That's, That's why I offered you tequila. Secret. I'm like, yeah. I sure don't want that tequila. <laughs> I needed some tequila before walking down the street to get here because I was literally, that was my most anxious part because I was walking by like, there was like, there's like construction outside. Yeah. And the, um, like where I, the street where I parked, there was two like LADWP workers like right next to where I parked. Oh God. And I got out of the car and I was like, I'm wearing like a mini, mini skirt and I had to keep walking and like, <laughs> as you walk like you have to keep pulling it down and I just looked like I was like fuck I look so slutty right now I could have buzzed you in the garage too (laughs) I was like I don't want to be a burden I don't want to like make it I'll just park my car and like walk and I was like no it's really hot outside I decided to wear a mini skirt it was really stupid whatever but you look good (laughs) thank you so I watched a couple um things of yours like other interviews you've gone on um one of my favorites was you did a what's in the bag or something for refinery. (laughs) I was fucking dying. I literally was like, this is my person. Like I literally, I was like fake ID got taken. Yep. Check. Um, You like strip clubs. Love it. I love strip clubs. My, my friend AJ, like, he is my guy friend that always takes us to the strip club and like gives us ones. And he always, every time after we go to the strip club, he calls me the next day and he's like, you can come to the strip club with me anywhere we go, anytime, any city. That. You are always invited. Please come with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have so much fun there. I don't know why. I, I'm just in my same. element. I fucking yeah. love them. And we've had some strip club stories on the podcast that have like created a lot of controversy because everyone views strip clubs so differently, but I'm like, I fucking love them. I love strip clubs. Have you been to 11 in Miami? No, I haven't been to Miami. It's the best one. I need to go. Well, actually, no, Magic City is the best one. I went to Magic City and I was literally like in Atlanta and it's like, I was, I had no words and I was standing there (laughs) and I remember this guy, I think it was a guy, came up to me and like, like tapped on my shoulder and was like, it's your first time, isn't it? I was like, uh-huh. And they're like, welcome to Magic City. And it was like a movie. I was oh, like, whoa, this is crazy. And the strippers were like up at the, like by the ceiling, like doing like crazy shit. Like two, it was like two of them shit. together. I was, it was insane. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I was just like, I ended up buying a hat. So I have that. I have an a 11 souvenir. hat and a Magic City hat. I should start doing that. I went, um, I went to one in Austin recently. Uh, yeah. So love the strip club moments. And then your beans like you had beans in your purse yeah that you was were... just like a fu- like I just a, a lot of the most of the stuff was just like how can I just how be, can I be stupid? so weird yeah I, I was like it. I just want to put stupid stuff because like what I normally have in my purse is really boring it's like old gum wrappers and like trash yeah and like <laughs> a weed pen maybe like four <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel <laughs> that I feel that. my wallet <laughs> I'm yeah my phone wallet maybe a snake venom lip gloss and that's about it earplugs Cause I hate. Well, when I have my shit, when I have my big bag, I got a lot more stuff in here. Oh yeah, look at that hair ties. Oh, you're good. Uh, old uh, airline tickets. Let's see, where's this? Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> oh, baggage a, claim. a traveler. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not as fun as the as what's in my bag video. But. Honestly, though, like the vibe I got, <laughs> I was like, you seem like you're just like so chill yet up for anything, fun. And despite being 22, like, I feel like you've just, you've got so much experience under your belt already. Yeah. I mean, I moved here when I was 16. So like, I pretty much had to grow up. Yeah. Really fast. Really fast. Um, And I moved in, originally I I started coming down, I think, I think the first time I came to LA to record I Hate You, I Love You, I was like 15 and a half or something, like almost 16. Maybe I was, maybe I was newly 16. I'm not sure. The song came out when I was 16. And then I was in LA with my dad for a little bit. And then I think when I was like, 16 and a half I moved in well 16 and a half like what 
whatever. Also, when I was also still <laughs> 16, I moved in with my friends. And then since then, I've lived on my own. So, like, I just had to be an adult. Although yeah. my dad does still help me with a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I was, like, shaking my ass in Bootsy Bellows at, like, 16. So, I, I just, you, you grow up pretty fast. You do, yeah. I've seen a lot of shit. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you're going to be well-equipped to give your takes on these stories then. Oh, God, yeah. I'm really nervous. No, 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 no. They're easy, and we're starting off light. Okay. Okay, let's dive in. So up first... Today I fucked up by thinking it was normal to shower with socks on. Happened a month ago. Growing up, we never really went on vacation or stayed anywhere overnight other than in our own home aside from the occasional camping trip. And I was always taught from a young age that when I took a shower, I had to put on my shower socks, which were basically those grippy socks that the hospital gave you. We had hooks on the wall to hang the socks on so that they could dry off after showering. Well, when I moved into my college dorm for the first time last month and went to take a shower, I asked my roommate where the sock hooks were. He looked at me confused, so I explained the hooks for putting your shower socks on so they can dry off. He didn't believe me for some reason, so I showed him my shower socks and he nearly died laughing. Apparently for the past 20 years of my life, it was not normal to wear socks in the shower. I just, how can you be that, like, if you never had a sleepover, like, you just never, you never done anything, like, you just don't, yeah, have you never watched a show where people shower and you'd see that they're not wearing socks and they don't hang their shower socks up afterwards? Like, you have to be, like, really out of touch with, uh, with life to, to think that, to go 20 years without. Well, have you heard about the poop knife? I saw it right there. <laughs> I was like, what's that? You're like, what the fuck is this girl doing? So there's a like, famous story on Reddit about a poop knife. And this guy was like, I today I fucked up by learning not every family has a poop knife. Oh, actually, I did see that. Yeah. Went like 29 years, literally thinking it's normal to just like cut your big poops. And so now it's a product that I got <laughs> as like a gag gift. Great. I should probably <laughs> hide that when, when people come over. I was over. like, what's that? That's cool. looks like something I'd have in my bag (laughs) sorry wait I actually I gotta go (laughs) this girl's really weird (laughs) you should have had it in your bag (laughs) but yeah um, he does have some edits and goes oh nuts what have I done answering some questions to wash my feet I always just took the shower handle thing and blasted my feet with the water I have not confronted my parents about this yet also no I haven't noticed people taking showers in movies not wearing socks. I can't remember any scenes from any movie I've seen where someone was in a shower. I don't watch a lot of movies or shows, though, to be honest. Just, yeah, it just seems pretty pretty out of touch to me. Yeah. Um, but, like, they say it in public or shared bathrooms that you should wear, like, flip-flops because you can get, like, warts on your feet. So maybe, yeah. maybe he's, like, kind of doing it right on something <laughs> Maybe we should there. all be wearing shower socks well like i wore crocs in college and i'm like i'm trying That's, to makes more sense yeah like wet holes. socks like who wants to have their feet in wet socks no that sounds horrible that's the first thing that, that's the last thing that i want other than like wet underwear that's like the last thing that i want to be wet 
Oh my god, yeah. Clothing wise. <laughs> Clothing. Just let's just clarify that real fast. Clothing. Last thing I'd want to you. Yeah. Where's your mind at today? <laughs> the gutter. <laughs> oh. I love it. Yeah, no, this kid, he grew up under a fucking rock. So there's I, well, at least he found out now. Yeah. There's there's hope for him. At least he was 20 and not 29, like the poop guy. The poop guy, yeah. Oh, but he he started a worldwide phenomenon. Bringing people together. Yeah, hopefully hopefully he got the patent on that thing. Make some, make some money. I'm going to look like a raccoon after this. I'm like laughing so hard. Okay, up next. Am I the asshole for refusing to participate in my boyfriend's family's bizarre orange tradition? My boyfriend and I have been together for a while now, but I hadn't met his family until a week ago when they invited us to stay at their house. I was very excited to meet his parents for the first time and they were super sweet when I got there. Both of them are lovely people and we got along really well. They gave us free reign to do whatever, but the one thing they insisted on was that we join them for their tradition of eating oranges as a family on Saturday morning. They grow their own oranges and have been doing this since my boyfriend was a kid. So he was especially thrilled to share the tradition with me as a rite of passage. So the morning came and his mom brought in some fresh oranges from the garden. We sat at the table and I was getting ready to peel my orange when I saw my boyfriend's mom bite into her orange like it was an apple with the peel still on. I was so stunned when I saw my boyfriend and his dad do the same thing with their oranges as if it were totally normal. I guess they noticed my shock because they asked me why I wasn't eating. So I started to peel my orange, but then his mom told me to stop, that I was eating it wrong and had to bite into it with the skin to get the full experience. I politely told her that I like to peel my oranges and I'm sure they taste just as great either way but she kept insisting that I had to bite into the orange for tradition. After saying multiple times that I'd rather peel it and the family, including my boyfriend, pushing back, I put the orange back on the table and said, though I appreciate the gesture, I personally feel uncomfortable eating oranges that way and I'd rather not participate. Things were a little tense after that and we left the next day. When we got home, my boyfriend chewed me out for being rude and embarrassing him and his family. He said I should have just eaten the orange the right way, since his parents were gracious to let me stay with them. I can see his point, and I apologize for causing any hurt. I really do like his family, and they are great people, but I do stand by my decision to opt out of the orange tradition. He feels I could have compromised, and I feel I should be able to eat things how I want. It's a silly squabble in the grand scheme of things, but my boyfriend and I are really at odds about who's in the wrong and would love an outsider's opinion. Am I the asshole? At first, I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, they eat oranges on Saturdays. <laughs> they, were like, oh, they bite into the skin. Because the skin of, like, it's, like, kind of nasty. Like, if there's too much, like, if I peel an orange, there's too much, like, white stuff on it. It's, like, bitter. It's, like, not good. Oh, I take good. that shit off. Um, I've never eaten the, like, actual outside of it. I'm curious Do you now. think the family thinks that it's, like that's the way that you eat oranges and they all think that and yeah. like it, has, has she never eaten an orange with her boyfriend before and like that's a good question 
Like, how does he do it regularly? Yeah, like he's like telling her to eat it the right way. But like, do, is it just like something they do as like a funny tradition? Like, oh, we eat them this way for the tradition, or like, do they always eat all oranges like that? And they think that that's normal. I feel like based that's on the, question. the way they were like saying it and how she wrote it, I feel like that's their normal way. I feel like that's really fucking weird. I don't know where why they would think that. It literally has a peel on it. Like you're supposed to peel it. It's like it's like eating a fucking <laughs> banana. Like the peel. I'm so confused. So there are some edits. Some people have been asking what kind of oranges, whether they're actually oranges. All I can say is that I was told they were oranges and they looked like typical oranges with thick skin. And then here's a photo of the tree in their backyard from a few years back. So like, yeah, those are definitely oranges. They're, and they're not even the kind of oranges with the thinner. No. They're like thick, like, they're, yeah. They're big I was going to say, it's like a kumquat. You like eat the fucking skin of those. Yeah. But those are also like kind of nasty. I like, tried really one sour. for the first time. My mouth time. just started like watering thinking about it. I was in <laughs> Vegas one time. I and mean, you know how like, in, like we were, went to like our friends. I, whenever I go to Vegas, I go to Vegas for like 24 hours. So I never stay, or not even 24 hours. I go and then I just like party and then I leave. That's I don't so smart. stay there. So we so were smart. at our friend's like villa thing and they had like, you know, those like crazy hotels. They have like a big bowl of like weird fruits. Mm-hmm. And there was kumquats in there and I tried to eat it. And I was like, this is so disgusting. And I kept trying to get everyone to eat them and no one would eat them. So even, even, <laughs> even little <laughs> tiny oranges that are supposed to, you're supposed to eat the skin of are gross. No, so. they're so sour. So what's the point of this? I'm a texture person too. Like if a banana is too hard I can't oh, eat it because it almost like feels like powdery in your mouth like almost, it leaves like a residue chalky yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's the word and so we went to like an open house recently and like our realtor there was a kumquat bush at the house we went and looked at and our realtor was like have you tried one before and I'm like no and she literally went and picked them off the tree and made me eat it mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not a fan I didn't even get to wash it I was like oh my god I just got peer pressured by my realtor but I, I love her so it's okay but just it was so weird but i can like i can taste it in my mouth right now it's really gross. <laughs> yeah so don't i i think I, I i think she's in the right i think that's weird that they would make her try to fucking eat like that's yeah. they should use google like how to properly eat an orange it's Wiki so how how to eat an orange there has to be <laughs> it tutorial almost, like I don't know. It's not, it's weird saying it's like a fetish, but it almost feels like a fetish where they like enjoy watching someone get out of their comfort zone and eat this orange in such a weird way. But that it would imply that they know that it's weird and they're like, yeah. they're like trying to be weird to her, Ugh, okay. which also could be a thing. But then that is that worse or better? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's, I think it's better if they actually think that's how they eat it. But then it's like they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Also true. (laughs) So she has like a shit ton of edits here. No, they don't just bite into it once to make it easier to peel. They don't peel the oranges at all. They eat the whole thing. Fruit, skin, and pith. Like one what? The pith. What's the pith? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The fuck is a pith? Is it the it sounds like you're saying it sounds like you're Mike Tyson saying piss. <laughs> pith. Um the pith of oranges and other ew, okay, it's the stringy, oh, the, spongy yeah. white stuff. stuff. Okay. Which yeah. like even if I eat cuties, I Put, peel that off. I peel yeah. that off. I just like I'm not so not into the pith. I hate the pith. Not a pith girl. <laughs> not about it. <laughs> so like one would eat an apple. Yes, it is messy. Yes, the skin is thick. <laughs> The tradition involves eating the entire orange like that, not just a bite. I do recognize that I could have surrendered to a bite just to keep the peace. However, 
This is the first time I've seen my boyfriend eat an orange. He never ate them with me as he would say that nothing compares to his parents' oranges. He has seen- Okay, this is weird and culty. Nothing co- I'll never eat an orange. It's not from my mom's tree. <laughs> this is giving cult vibes. He has seen me, our friends, and other people on TV eat oranges peeled. I assume the same goes for his parents. My boyfriend has never commented before on the common peeling technique. His parents do this every Sunday. I'm not sure how they eat their oranges on other days, but I imagine it's the same. The whole family is expected to participate every Saturday when at the parents' house, but I don't have to do it in my own home. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> do they have cameras? Um, yeah, this is getting really culty and weird. It's definitely yeah. some weird fetish thing. I'm I'm getting that because how many times... Again, it's kind of like the socks thing where I'm like, I can't think about a time where I've seen someone like specifically eat an orange on a show. I feel like a lot of people also cut up their oranges yeah. so then they can hold the peel and then just like bite it off. But um, I've definitely never seen anyone fucking bite into an orange peel though. So no. Also, it just would be, it would be really hard. Ugh. So strange. There was an update. But unfortunately, it looks like the moderators of Am I the Asshole decided to be assholes themselves and delete it. And delete it. So we don't know whatever happened. But the top comment on this one, I like how you were just calmly answering this like this isn't some crazy cartoon bullshit. <laughs> Nobody eats orange peels and all. I mean, fuck. They peel into individual sections that are damn near bite-sized. I literally cannot imagine why you would do this in the first place. Have you considered the possibility that they are just fucking with you? But for real, not the asshole. And they reply, I kind of thought they were fucking with me at first and was really surprised when they kept insisting. They seemed dead serious. So I'm, I think you're... I think if someone was fucking with me, I'd be like, haha, like, whatever, we'd move on. And if they were serious, I'd be like, you guys are fucking weird and I cannot date this person anymore. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me, like, really picky, but if someone... If that's, like, really... That's, like, really... That's a, that's a big... This deal breaker. I was gonna say, would this <laughs> be a deal breaker? It's not just a red flag. That's a deal breaker. That's, like, that's like a, you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> what's the weirdest... The whole family's weird. What's the weirdest thing, like, a family has made you do oh i don't think any i mean i never even i don't really date people that often let alone meet their families okay. like i met oh i met my my ex's family I actually really liked his family that was like the one thing i was sad about for him. <laughs> it was his family um his sister's birthday party in london um oh, that's they cool. wanted me to sing there was like anytime we would go out to dinner and his dad would be there um there would be like like we when we, we were in paris one time his dad lives in paris and there was like live a live singer and he kept being like to, to the singer he was like she's a singer she's gonna sing she's gonna sing she's gonna sing and he'd always want me to sing whenever oh, no. there was like anything so he um well the, the, his sister at first um my ex's sister was like olivia you have to sing a song and then her like she has like uh four or five sons and like one of them came up to me and he's like 13 he was like are you gonna sing and then and then the, oh my God, and then got so much the dad, and then the dad comes up to me and was like olivia you're singing tonight and i was like okay fine i guess and so then i got like wine drunk and then ended up singing at the end of the night to like <laughs> it was like uh, it was her like 40th birthday party so and it was like all these random people i didn't know that were all british or like mostly british or oh like from God. other places around europe 
they didn't know a single one. They were all like in their forties or like older. And then like, there was like some kids. It was really awkward. But that I did it, so and I weird. and afterwards I was like, I think that was like really embarrassing for me. I think dreams by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> so no, kudos to you. Honestly, kind of. I get it because you are really talented, and it's like. Oh, Olivia's saying it my birthday. Like it's, I don't know. It's really exciting for them, but also, I feel like it's so, like it's more embarrassing on their part. It's just no. It's just it was just awkward because it's oh. like I, I'm first of all, it's like I'm not like a party singer. Like I don't have like songs prepared that I can just like sing. And yeah, like just go up and do. Um, and then it's also just like I don't like. The smaller the audience, the more awkward it is. Like, imagine if I just was, like, singing for you two right now and was just like, okay, guys, I have a song for you and just, like, started singing. Like, that would be weird because it's, like, everyone's, like, like the the smaller the room, the closer the people are to you, like, the weirder it is for you to just, like, sing. I feel like so... I'm just, like, cringing on the inside for you. I just, like, I can't even imagine. I was like, this is for you, Clarissa. <laughs> I think that might be weirder oh God, than the bad. oranges. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty weird. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, never singing again. Oh my God, look at how much I'm shaking after doing Pilates once. Dude, the arm things. Just Pilates once. There's something weird about Carrie's machines too. They're like stronger machines than normal. Yeah, I, w- I kept having to ask her to like change the, 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 springs, the springs because I was like, I'm not, girl, it's been two months. Please, please let me, Help. Let me go. Let I know. Go. They're fucking nuts though. They're always like two red springs, one yellow. And I'm like, I'm going to do one fucking yellow. I always do whatever the easiest one is. Yeah, same. Unless I'm going, when I'm going religious, then I get good at it and then I'm like scary but Mm -hmm. I feel that otherwise no no as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when I was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, another another weirdo, and then I think the rest are dramatic. Okay. Am I the asshole for throwing away my boyfriend's potentially illegal yogurt collection? Well, I love yogurt. It's like a fact about my about me that you can ask any of my friends and like random like guys that I like for some reason they all know me as like the person that like really likes yogurt like my like my friend Dawson's in our group chat the other day like she was eating a parfait and she was like I feel like Olivia so this is this is my specialty oh my god and like this one guy I'm talking to every time he sees a certain type of yogurt he always sends me a photo (laughs) and this other guy I was talking to no and Logan once was on a podcast we were in Iceland and they were talking about yogurt because in Iceland they like they um uh have what's it called 
uh, Icelandic skir, skir, S K Y R. It's like a type of yogurt, and it's really good. And I was eating it, and on the he went he did a podcast with the guy who plays the mountain on Game of Thrones. Mm. I his name. Um, and yeah. he was talking about it, and he and Logan was like, actually, there's a girl on this trip, and she really loves yogurt. <laughs> so I was like, it's just become this thing. Like everyone knows that I love yogurt for some reason. I do. Like- I love yogurt, <laughs> but like, why is that the fact that everyone talks about? It's a part anyway. of your brand now. Yeah, it's so, who you are. So let's continue with the yogurt. <laughs> Perfect. (laughs) Oh my God. I, 29 female, my boyfriend is a 30 year old male. We've been living together for two years in a little studio in a very expensive big US city. My boyfriend grew up rurally with lots of space, enough to collect all kinds of things. He collected action figures and video games and all the normal kid stuff when he was young. But as he grew older, he became interested in more unusual things. As a teen, he had eight guinea pigs of different types from different breeders. Since Tide Pods were released seven years ago, he's saved every one of every kind of Tide Pod. He's got a big box of international variety of electric insulators, those little ceramic hats that power lines wrap around on power poles. He's not a hoarder. He's usually neat, just used to having lots of space for his bizarro collections at his parents' ranch. He has two big rooms full of containers of weird and impressive things. He recently has become interested in yogurt. He's always hated dairy products (laughs) until a year ago. He now just started drinking milk and sharing ice cream with me, but he's found a love for yogurts. So he now collects them, of course. The problem is that they're perishable. So until earlier today, Our little 550-square-foot apartment contained about 2,100 cups of yogurt. It comes in tons of varieties, different flavors, different types, textures, containers, made by different companies in different countries. This is like crack to my boyfriend. So he tried to pretty much save a sample of everything he could find. He filled our fridge, bought a new fridge, and then another tiny bedside fridge. He said he didn't want to walk to the fridge at night, but it was obviously a ruse to get more yogurt space. These fridges all filled up with his yogurts, and if you keep them for long, they smell bad. Sometimes the packaging breaks. So our apartment was smelling like rotten milk for the last two weeks. And my boyfriend's attitude was, oh, it's fine. Just deal with it for a little while longer. Until I pulled the plug and threw it all out this morning. I was looking at my groceries, which I had to put beside the fridge because there was no space, and everything smelled like death. And then I kind of snapped and just threw it all away. My boyfriend is understandably upset. We've been arguing about whether I crossed a line by throwing away his stuff, and he's especially upset because he, of course, had rare yogurts that were hard to find. In particular, he had some Cuban and Iranian yogurts that you can't get in the U.S., but I know that we have trade sanctions against Iran and Cuba, so I don't know if it was even legal for him to have those. I asked where he got his Iranian yogurt, but he kept insisting the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. And the real issue is me throwing out his precious yogurts without permission. Am I the asshole? Um, it was already weird when he was collecting like Tide Pods. I just People that collect... Like, I understand, like, collecting a few cool things that are, mm-hmm. like, really interesting. But collecting things like that, like, you have, like, a you have something wrong in your brain. 
And like, don't get me wrong, I have I have lots of things wrong with my brain, but like that's like <laughs> same. That's like a that's like you should go get that checked out and maybe get some help for that because that's you can't just. Also, why can't he just like clean out the the containers and just save the containers? That was my thought. Like he I have like a weird root beer bottle collection because I like root beer, and it's not like a collection. There's like maybe fifteen of them on my windowsill in my kitchen. Okay, that's but cool. they're all empty. Yeah, but then you did you get to try them all? Yeah, we did. And me and my my roommate, we did like a root beer. We have a shared note where we we rated every root beer because we wanted I to find the that. best root beer, and then we like kept the bottles. But like, I don't know, keeping like perishable food items in their full containers is like weird. It's also so like, strange. was he trying it and then like putting it, the thing back on the yogurt and then like leaving it because that's like even worse. Well, that would explain why it smells so bad because I've had like a yogurt or something like you forget in the back of your fridge and if it's sealed, it doesn't really smell that bad slash at all because it's so sealed, but he must have been taste testing because otherwise like what's the point if you're not even going to try them and then that would explain the smell. I don't know. I just think he's a really weird guy and that that no one should be dating him. He needs to work on himself. It is interesting. I, I'm surprised she doesn't mention like he has ADD and cause like ADD, ADHD, it's kind of like a known thing where you like kind of hobby jump and collect like, like different hobbies, but he's like bouncing. But when it's like affecting your life, like you, like there's something you can do. Like you can go like see someone about like how to fix that. Cause you, you can't be in a relationship if you, are prioritizing having like 2,000 things of yogurt in your house no. or like that, that that smell bad and are like making <sighs> someone upset. Like that's like not, you can't date someone that's doing that. Like that's just not, it's not going to work, it's babe. It's fucking so, weird. Uh, also their yeah. apartment's tiny, 550 and square feet. And buying a new fridge for it too. Like that's like some, that's like just, it's just a little, a little crazy. What the fuck is their power bill every month? I can't even imagine. I do feel bad though that, for something that he was so attached to that she did just kind of Throw toss. Yeah. yeah, she could have at least been like, enough is enough. <laughs> or like, hey, let's pour them all out and let's keep your containers. Because it, if they are his passion, like they're easily probably like stackable inside yeah. one another. And that saves space. Yeah. Oh, we're, you really thought about that. I know. <laughs> I'm just like really diving in on this poor yogurt boy. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like that's what I would have suggested before throwing it away, but I would yeah. have probably suggested that like in the beginning, like, yeah. because why are you saving the actual yogurt? If it's, it's going to go bad. Maybe he likes sniffing it later. If it smells like rotten dead bodies. Some people okay. are into sniffing weird stuff. Okay. That's another, another red flag. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know how comfortable you are with poop, but there was one story recently where this guy was collecting jars of diarrhea. His own or other uh-huh. people's? Okay. His own. That's nice. Yeah. And they were like ordered on a shelf in like viscosity, like thick, like yeah. clarity or whatever that word is, that fancy word. Disturbing. People are disturbing. That's the moral of the story. This is why I never go on Reddit. <laughs> I will tell you that. Shoot, I was going to send you home with a Reddit pillow too. <sighs> I never go on there. <laughs> it scares me. My, oh my God. Actually, my roommate Quinn is the biggest Reddit person on the entire planet. Like, she every time, yeah, she's like obsessed with Reddit. Like, that's literally all she does is like, I'll tell her about something. She's like, well, Reddit said that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. Okay. So, yeah, send me Quinn's number. Day. We'll get her ass on here. <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, moving along. This is a little more normal. I, 24 female, found out my fiance, 23 male, was in love with my best friend before we got together. No. Immediately, no. My fiance and I just got engaged last month. We've been together for three years, and honestly, it's been almost perfect. Last weekend, we were celebrating, and everyone was pretty drunk. One of my fiance's friends mentioned finding it amusing how he ended up with me despite liking my best friend originally. When I asked what he meant, they said my fiance had a crush on my best friend before we got together. Apparently, he was, quote, completely in love with her. On top of that, I was told he originally became friends with me to get closer to my friend. I didn't find it funny, and I got really upset. The night kind of went to shit, and I ended up just leaving. My fiancé claims that they exaggerated and it wasn't that bad. He said he had a small thing for her and became friends with me by coincidence. We had met at uni, and I honestly don't know for certain which is true. He claims that once we started to get close, he completely forgot his crush and just fell head over heels in love with me. I don't know what to feel. He's been an amazing partner, and I love him so much. I know he hasn't tried anything with her. She would have let me know immediately, but I just hate knowing this. I know I'm not as beautiful as her or anything, but I really thought I finally found someone who wanted me. But I'm just the backup because he didn't get the girl he wanted. It hurts so much, and I just feel so betrayed. He's tried to assure me he loves me, and she means nothing romantically, but I just don't know. I can't stop hurting, and I don't know what to think or who to believe. What should I do about this? This is just, like, one of those shitty things where you just, like, It's just something you just kind of never, even if you did like have a crush on, even if like I never believe men, but let's say we're believing him. Um, even if he like really did, wasn't, is in love with his fiance and it was just like a fleeting thing. Like he was into the girl and then he like realized he actually liked her. Yeah. Um, even if that's the case, like you just like never tell them that and they can never find out because that's just going to ruin or you tell them in the very, very beginning so that the relationship doesn't because like you don't want to get to a point where you think it's one thing and you're fucking engaged to that person. Yeah. And then it, then then the trust is broken and then you're like, whoa, this is crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know about that one. It's tough because I'm I also wonder, I'm like, is there any coming back from this? Because it sounds like they're like still in that same friend group. And, like, one, his friends were absolute assholes for saying stuff, like, shit-faced, blackout, drunk or not. Like, oh, yeah. throw him under the bus like that. But it's almost like no matter what he says, is she ever going to be able to get that out of her head? Oh, yeah. Like, literally. I mean, that's, like, 
when I, I mean, he actually was cheating on me, so whatever. But when I first started get, like getting like any kind of like people would tell me like, oh, like your boyfriend's going out and doing this and whatever. And like, even if I, I didn't have any proof of it, it, like it's the only thing you think about until you break up, like mm-hmm. whether it's true or not, like it's literally the only thing you'll think about. I know. And like ugh, if they hang out and they're just a little too close one day yeah. or it's it's she'll never be able to forget it. And I get a crush is different than being in love. So like, yeah, there's a lot of gray area there, but it's it's still like for his friends to say that means there's there's some bit of truth to it. And even if it, it could be true, like that he had a crush on the on the friend, but and then like just realized it was maybe just only a physical thing or it was like but still the the fact that he was attracted to her at at all at any point is kind of like yeah that's shitty the top comment on this one a crush is not love it's an initial reaction of attraction that's it no more i'm married to the love of my life who know i did not have that initial reaction to it wasn't until we started talking that i was like wow i really like this guy then it was love and now i can't imagine my life without him he's been my person for 20 years breathe don't make too much out of this he chose you he has zero interest in her after knowing her he loves you no he never loved her this person's very optimistic i just like can't believe men ever so like it's really hard for me to like just i just know how she feels so i would just i would probably break up with him i know well she's also i would just start a fight every single day (laughs) until he would break up with me which is what i did with my (laughs) ex-boyfriend Hopefully, yeah. why didn't you want to just break up with him? Um, well, I did break up with him like a bunch of times, but then the next day I would be like, oh no, it's fine. Like we can still be together because I was like bored. Um, also, you're so young. Yeah. You're like, you're only 22. Yeah, I don't want to be in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Which I don't, I never realize until I'm out of it one. And then I'm like, why was I doing that? That's I'm so, so boring. And I never write any songs when I'm in a relationship. I'm always so bored. I'll go into sessions and be like, I have nothing. No, emotional, creative yeah. juice. So. Yeah. Well, and this, (laughs) this couple is so young too. Like he's only 23, which maybe LA has just kind of fucked me up, but I feel like guys out here have Peter Pan syndrome Yeah, and like never (laughs) ever grow up, settle down or grow up. But like even at 35, like they're still not proposing to their girlfriends of four years, five years. And it's like, well, they're also cheating on them. So (laughs) there's that. Okay. Up next. My husband is pushing me to agree to make my sister our surrogate using the traditional way. Oh, like, so he would fuck the sister? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> my husband and I have been struggling with infertility. We tried some options, and right now we're looking in a surrogacy. My sister agreed to do it, but my husband said he looked at how much and time IVF would take and slowly started hinting that we should take the traditional way. I was too shocked to even say anything. But he acted like what he said was not even that big of a deal. He explained that it's just a quick way for us to have a baby and spare the money and time to use later. I'm 100% against it. I'm backing down and I'm no longer comfortable with this whole surrogacy route. I can't even imagine my sister's reaction once she hears my husband's suggestion. I'm both devastated over the fact that one, he's even entertaining having sex with my sister just because he wants the easy way. And two, If I ever agree, despite feeling uncomfortable, then I will always carry this memory of how the baby was conceived. I refuse. You'll like resent the child. Yeah. Just like fucked up. 
I refused and shut his suggestion down hard. He's now started guilting me, saying I don't trust him, then saying- Oh no, I don't trust you to fuck my sister, dude. In what fucking <laughs> so, world? So crazy. Then saying I'm selfish. Girls are so crazy. Women are just nuts. Please don't fuck my sister. Oh, you're just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Aren't God. This is gaslighting 101 right here. Jesus Christ. Says, <laughs> says I'm selfish for choosing to back out when he still wants to be a dad like he expected when okay, he adopt. married me. Basically blaming Please. me for the fertility Women are issues. not fucking sperm banks, bitch. Or what, what, not sperm banks. Yeah. Sperm, places to store your fucking sperm. Yeah. Receptacles. Receptacles, yeah. Sperm receptacles. Uh, Jesus Christ. I feel so bad because she goes here too. I feel so devastated and like my body is useless and has failed me to the point where I could expect any negative comment on it, whether true or not. Emotionally and mentally, I just can't express how I feel right now. By the way, my sister is four years younger than me. I'm 34 years old and my husband is 37. Just, I mean, putting a, reducing a woman's value to her body, regardless of in what way is just always fucked up. That's like saying like, like, so if a woman is not, is not fertile, she's not a woman. Like what the fuck is that? Or like, what about like, I don't know. That's just, that's like, so not, and people do think that way. Like people have like some like guys are really fucked up and think, of women as literally like just like incubators for yeah. babies. Yes. So that's become so apparent I guess, recently. I feel like she should just fucking divorce him. Cause that's obviously a red flag um, that he thinks yeah. that way. Like if he really loved her, he would just be like, you know what? I want to be with you. I, I saw this thing on TikTok the other day that was like in, in uh, a marriage or like a long-term partnership or relationship where you have kids for the husband, the priorities should be in like a heteronormative relationship. Yeah. It should be, uh, for the husband, the priority should be the wife, then the kids, and then his like parents. Yes. And then for the woman, it should be the kids, and then the husband, and then her parents. That's so interesting because that it's different. The, the woman needs support because she's going to be the one like dealing with all this shit with the kids, and like mm-hmm. so you have to choose. To, you have to pick her first. Yeah. Like always, and if you can't do that, then you don't deserve to be having kids with her. Like no. If you don't want to like put her first, you, then you don't deserve to be fucking her sister. <laughs> you don't deserve to be like even <laughs> adopting or doing any like any no. of the other options. And there's so many other things they could do. They could adopt and they could go through with IVF and doing all that stuff. He just doesn't want to like because he wants to fuck her sister. Like I'm so confused. That's that's the bottom line here. This is just an excuse for him. <sighs> yeah, divorce to have sex divorce with the babes. Divorce babes. Yeah, that's divorce babes. One word, divorce. Because yeah, also. I'm not obviously not a fucking scientist. I don't know the specifics of IVF, but like, and she is infertile. I'm not sure what that entails for her, but typically you still harvest eggs and then use his sperm to fertilize the eggs. So if he fucked the sister, it's the sister's Sister's baby. baby. Yeah. Well, one of my friends actually was conceived that way, but I don't think he fucked the sister. I think they like took the sister's egg. Yeah. Or like they, they did and then put it. Yeah. But she's technically like her mom is her, genetically her aunt which is crazy oh yeah because her she was like yeah. carried by her or maybe maybe her mom her aunt just donated the egg and her mom carried her i'm not sure but okay. either way she's genetically her aunt's child yeah but her mom is her it's mom. Yeah. so so interesting but i know that he definitely didn't fuck the sister in that case <laughs> i think i hope not no and i'll ask her about that one there's hey did so your uh, dad fuck your <laughs> aunt <laughs> Good conversation started for you guys. Um, hey, how's it going? Did your dad fuck your aunt? 
What's Can the deal you here? Imagine. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're into it, I guess. Like, but she's clearly not. Yeah. No. That's a big no. No. He just doesn't care. It's clearly he doesn't care about her as much as he should. If you're gonna be, it's so rare that in a partnership between a man and a woman that a man does care enough and as much as he really needs to to like give the support that is needed to be with a woman. So he's definitely not one of the few that has it. He doesn't have what it takes. No. He the, doesn't have it. The gaslighting at the end is Mm-mm. a big red flag too. I the, very emotionally abusive. They're all gaslighters. <laughs> <laughs> Shit on, I'm on men. My, <laughs> I'm on my like, yeah, like uh, villain arc of like hating men right now. Like my whole, I was talking to my friend Kelsey earlier. Um, my whole, my whole for you page is like just things like just not even just like I hate men. It's like a three minute video of a man explaining why women why, suck. No, like not, he's like explaining it from the perspective of like he now realizes what he's done wrong, but like how men are are trained and raised from birth to like not think of women as anything but objects to obtain and like everything feminine is bad. Like oh, you're like a, you're a sissy or a pussy or this and like everything masculine is good everything feminine is bad so they literally are trained from birth to like not like you even and then like you're like a trophy to like bring back to their friends like the hotter you are the more value you have and they don't look at you as intellectual beings so just i see stuff like that like every day and every day i get closer and closer to be like i hate all of them so much god (laughs) i literally yesterday i was like i think 90 percent of men ages 18 to like 75 um are just like foul. They're just like foul. They like make me want to vomit when I think too hard about them. Um, but there's there's some nice ones. I know some good ones. I do. I really do. There are some that, yeah. that are like woke and they they get it. But goddamn, there's so many bad ones. There's so many. But, yeah, I mean, I, 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 they're, they're all around. They're all around us. This man is one of them. Please get out. Get out, girl. While you can. So please, while you're still while you're still young. Drop us a pin. We'll come get you. Yeah. No. Please. I. I I feel that. I should introduce you to my friend Drew because she is just on TikTok. Just oh, Drew. Um, yeah, the one that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I love her. She's she's great. I, her content is yeah. amazing. But some of those guys, it's just like you think this way. And there's one there's one video I saw recently where kind of on what you said, where this guy was like, women get put in two categories. The guys guys either want to fuck them or they're nothing. Oh my god! I also saw something talking about how like they like some they did like this experiment where they brought in an essay and they said it was it was actually written by a man but they said it was written by a woman and the they like had to rate like the guys would have to rate how good they thought the essay was and they would provide a photo of the woman that supposedly wrote the essay and it wasn't that they rated the women that were um prettier better or the women that were less less attractive worse they rated the the essays they rated the worst were ones that had no photo at all so it's like you can't they couldn't even objectify them at all so they rated them like really really low scores what the fuck (laughs) it's like they can't even decide whether they think this person is uglier this woman is uglier or not if they want to fuck them or not and then it it went on to like say statistics about how they think that people like a, a lot of men think that the more attractive you are as a woman the less like good you'll be at your job like yeah you'll you won't yes. be able to get work done and you'll just be bad at it and then they th- and then if you're ugly they like kind of think 
the same thing. Like they're just like, oh well, she's like whatever, and they just like write you off as like the ugly girl. Yeah. And like, why? So why do you? It's so. It's so fucked. I um. I have a I'm friend. so angry. I'm such an angry, horrible, insufferable woman. God. <laughs> People are gonna be in the comments. Who hurt her? <laughs> so everyone. Who hurt her? No, it's not even like. It's. I mean, obviously, I recently got cheated on, so that's like. I think that's why TikTok it's is fresh. showing me all these things. Yeah. But I was the last person in my friend group to have gotten cheated on. Like I've seen it. This happened to every single one of my friends, and like. I'm on the internet and I also have lots of guy friends and I hear the way they talk about women. And so it's just like, there's just things that just keep, I just keep seeing things that I'm trying to think positively, but it's just so, it's getting so damn hard. And there are good ones. There are, there There really are. are. I know, I know a few, but. (laughs) (laughs) Just the whole culture, male culture, (laughs) male culture is nuts. It's bad. It's so bad. Uh, (sighs) I know. It's just, there's hope. Uh, is there? There's hope. I need to like. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna. I'll connect you with. I have. I have a good one. Well, okay. there's hope. I don't know. Uh, this one is not gonna make you feel hopeful, though. I just. I'm like, oh trauma- I'm traumatizing you I'm so nervous. much. I feel fucking terrible. Uh, uh, no, I mean, trust me. Like, I see this stuff. Sorry, I'm like trying to make sure I don't look crazy. Um, I see this stuff every single day. Yeah. On TikTok and all like it's. I'm not kidding. Like my entire. For you, page. You're very targeted. You need to go in and reset your cash. Yeah, it's like it's gotten really bad. It's like I go on TikTok and it makes me like depressed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. You got to reset your cash. Clear mm. all that shit. So this one probably isn't gonna help. I'm like, I just don't know. It's how fine. Much- it's literally. Fu- it's actually really great that I feel this way because I write about it. So yeah. like, I don't want to be in a place where I'm like in a healthy relationship right now. Like, no. I'm sure I'll meet that person eventually one day, but right now it's Use like... Use it for that Grammy. Yeah, and like all these people, like I got a pr- approached today in Earth Bar. I was getting a smoothie after my workout and this kid came up to me and was like, thank you so much. You're helping me get get through my first breakup. And I was like, oh my God, like, fuck yeah, I just got cheated on. And he was like, me too. And I was like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, that's what I do it for, you know? Like yeah. we all like, we're, even though there's times where I'm not as like hateful towards male culture <laughs> um it's so it's so useful in my art to like feel this passionately about something yeah. and like like I said when I am in a relationship that I think is good and healthy I'm not writing anything so you it's good the, it's good for years. me to feel a little crazy and I'm 22 yeah. like I'm gonna wait maybe when I'm like 28 I'll start looking for like a nice boy I know that's, I have a couple saved saved yeah, to the side just but I won't date them yet no keep, keep them they're, they're too nice yeah As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let's see if you think this guy has any coming back. My husband admitted to his friends that he doesn't find me beautiful. 
nothing feels the same anymore. Okay, obviously no. <laughs> obviously divorce. <laughs> I'm newly married and our honeymoon. I'm newly, newly married and he already is saying yeah, she's not beautiful. Yeah. I thought they were going to be like, we've been married for 87 years. No. After our honeymoon, my husband had a group video call with his best friends. After I said hello and chatted for a bit with them, I excused myself to go for a walk. I decided I needed to get my raincoat because it looked like it was about to rain, but my husband and his friends thought I was already gone. They started interrogating him about our honeymoon, and they were all teasing and laughing until one of his best friends asked him if my looks were still an issue for him. My husband told her that he loved me and that we had a great honeymoon and that I'm beautiful on the inside. And he said, quote, you can't have it all. She insisted on wondering whether he felt he downgraded from his ex-girlfriend. And he said, maybe, but she makes me happy. Another friend then interjected and said, I wasn't bad looking if I lost some weight. My husband agreed. Nothing feels the same anymore. I always knew I wasn't beautiful, but I thought that he liked how I looked, or at least didn't mind it so much. I know he values my other qualities and that he loves me and is very kind to me, but I don't feel good with him and I haven't been happy since that day five weeks ago. I have lost weight under these weeks and he's paid me a lot of compliments about that, but I don't want him commenting anything about my physical appearance anymore. I hate even encouraging him to say things and yet I feel like I need to be more appealing to him. I feel so much hurt. It's insane. I feel like when you love someone, even if you're not physically attracted to them in the beginning, if you fall in love with their personality, you start to like actually find them physically attractive, even if you wouldn't, they wouldn't be someone that you'd stereotypically like be attracted to. Yeah. Um. So like, that's weird. And also like, if your friends are talking shit about, like, even if you still, even if for some reason you are super in love with this person and you don't find them physically attractive, uh, you never say that out loud. You never say that to your fucking friends. And if your friends are saying that you defend them because you love that person, like that's yeah. just like fucking weird that he's talking to his friends, like saying that about his wife, like new wife too. Like things are only going to go downhill from there. It's so bad. I, I like didn't really pick up on that part, but like now that you say it, I'm like the fact that they are so open and willing to just like talk so much shit about her like this, they have to have been doing, doing it for a long before, time. Yeah. They probably did it from the fucking beginning. Yeah. And yeah. he allowed it. Yeah. If he would have shut them down at just one time, maybe just even one time at the beginning, if he would have been like, Hey, you know, I really like her. Don't talk about her that way. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. He's given Allow them permission her. so many times to fucking do yeah, that. Cause they're obviously so comfortable talking about it. She leaves the room for two seconds and they're like, so she's, you still think she's fat? Like, are you kidding me? It's fucking disgusting. Pigs. Pigs. It sounds like there was a girl in on it though, yeah. too. Yeah, she said one like, of the she, girlfriends. Yeah. yeah, which is also like terrible. Yeah, terrible. Do you think that you think it's divorce worthy? Think therapy could save them at all? Couples therapy. I mean, I think everything is divorce. <laughs> <laughs> don't get married, guys. Run. <laughs> I tweeted once. I don't believe in marriage, but I do believe in divorce. Um, <laughs> that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'll put it on one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I obviously these are all just like random stories, and it's also one side. Like, she could be like making it more dramatic or less dramatic. Like, she could be making it seem better than it is because she's embarrassed, or she could be making it seem way worse than it actually is because she's hurt. So, I don't know. Um, I think it's not the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. I think he, maybe he's just an idiot. Um, I definitely don't think she should be losing weight for him. I don't think she should be losing weight for anyone. I think no, that's, fuck no. and 
it's also just like, you don't don't even get me started on like commenting like when someone loses weight. I mean, like you look so good. And it's like yeah, cause she's sick to her stomach because she's not eating because you called her fat and ugly. Don't just don't comment on people's bodies. Yeah, like just chill. Simple. Yeah, I know. I think that's like the thing too. I think this this potentially could have caused, and it sounds like it it did. Um, lifelong damage and like she's already losing weight she said which yeah. she shouldn't have to she no. shouldn't at all she should as long it's as probably not in a healthy way it's probably from like literally not being able to eat because like I've, sick I've been it. there like when you like feel so insane over something that you just like don't you can't eat because you're like nauseous yeah it's not healthy no not at all i i would if they are gonna stay together definitely need to go to couples therapy but i people get mad because I, I do say divorce a lot and they're like, they're like, you say divorce, you throw it out there so nonchalantly, but your partner just showed you who he is and he doesn't respect you. He might say he loves you, but what if you do gain 20 more pounds? Is he still going to love you? Because he already is like on the fence. Is on the fence. Yeah. I think that's the thing about marriage is like, I think people kind of get carried away and are like, oh, we should be married. And they don't really, really know their, that's kind of how I feel about even just dating people yeah. like I'll be like in a whirlwind in the beginning and be like oh my god I, to- I should totally date this person and then I start to find out slowly over time who they really are and it's not what I thought and it's not good and then you're like oh shit I'm already in this and then you feel like because you're in it and you've made this commitment to someone then you feel like you should stay in it but yeah. that's by no means what you should like th- making a commitment to someone especially like in this day and age like if they're doing shady shit if they're not gonna make you happy you're just wasting your time and wasting your life being with them and trying to make it work especially as a woman like because this happens so often and we let people walk all over us all the time like you just can't be doing that shit and that's why like i mean i've obviously said divorce to like every single one (laughs) um but uh yeah i'm just i i i think you can make a commitment to someone thinking they're a certain person or thinking they're a certain way and then you find out later that they're not I don't think that commitment still has to stand. If the person is a different person than you fucking committed to, mm-hmm. then why does your commitment have to stand if they're not going to be the same? Like that doesn't, but that doesn't add up. So. Yep. We're done here, folks. That was great. <laughs> we're ending. No, that was, yeah. Amazing. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, yes, I get marriage is a serious commitment, but like you said, if they're not upholding their bargain mm-hmm. or if they're a liar or if they are, are hiding something, have been hiding something from you. Like he literally is basically hiding the fact that he doesn't find her attractive. Yeah. Like he probably calls her beautiful and does all the shit. It's like, just if you like, even if he does think that way, which he shouldn't, because if you love someone, you, you start to see them as beautiful. Even if you like, wouldn't initially yeah. have thought that like, it's just, it's all bad, man. It's just, I know. I feel that too because just, just don't you just don't say that. Just don't <gasps> like why are you saying that? Like I understand having mean thoughts. Like I, we all had thoughts about people being yeah. like, oh, you know, he's like looking kind of gross right now or like whatever. But like I would no, I would never say that. No. And even if I did say that, like it wouldn't be like if I'm like in a relationship with someone and like really committed to them, like I would never do that. If it's like a random guy I'm talking to, I'd be like, yeah, he looked really weird last night. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably tell it to his face too. Read the room. Read the room. (laughs) I do feel that though because I've I've been with my boyfriend now for three and a half years. It's been a minute. Um, But when I first like met him, I had no idea he was like interested in dating me. He kind of like pulled this like I'm from Minnesota. You're from Minnesota. Just moved to LA from New York. Let's be friends. And so the first couple of times we hung out, I was like, oh, he just wants to be friends. No, not the case. He did not want to be friends. But 
I was so apprehensive about moving forward because his legs were smaller than mine. <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's fucking weird. But I've, I'm like so self-conscious. You're not one of those girls that likes to have those skinny little cigarette boyfriends? No. And like, I've always dated hockey players, like being okay. from Minnesota yeah. and like, they've got nice asses, like thicker, like they work out, they don't skip leg day. So I was always like, I felt more confident in my body dating guys yeah. like that who had bigger legs than me. And so with Justin, that wasn't the case, but I have now like, I obviously love him. I wouldn't be fucking three and a half years deep if I didn't. And so the attraction did increase. Yeah. And it was, I think in my head, I was like, it was my block that was even like fucking with me to like not. Yeah. Cause your him. insecurities came down yeah. after you realized that he was really into you. And then that yeah. be didn't become a problem. That was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So yeah, I've dated all types of guys, all different types of what looks, whatever. But I, for me, it's mainly like about personality. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like, I'm not going to date a guy that I'm, like, super, super not attracted to. But, like, yeah, it's pretty much all about personality. I like funny guys and, like, stuff like that. And and, and um, I feel like if I really get to know someone, I'm always more attracted to them by their personality. And, and Absolutely. LA, I'm the there's same way. so many hot people. There's hot people literally on every corner. They're, they're just everywhere. Everywhere. Every party I go to, like, literally everyone is hot. So why does it even matter anymore? Like, I, it doesn't even matter. Looks literally don't even matter to me no. because... I see male models and people all the time. I'm like, okay, great. You're hot. What else? And I'll talk to them. And I'm like, any substance? Is there here? anything going on up there? <laughs> nope. Okay. Next one. And that's like, the, <laughs> like whatever. It's like hot guys aren't even hot anymore. Not I wish guys felt the same way eyes. of like, like judging us on personality, not just the way that we look. Intelligence. I would have had a lot less plastic surgery. If that were the case. <laughs> Um, oh, we live in such a tough world. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, it sucks. I just saw um an interview and this was like back when interview people were able to be fucking assholes, but it was for um an interview with like Katherine Heigl and Seth Rogen after they did their movie together. Uh I think it was Knocked Up. Yeah. And this interviewer was on TikTok and this interviewer was like well, Catherine, like you were just on Maxim's hot 100 list. And she's like, what? I'm like, what is that? I don't even know what the fuck that is. And then he goes to her and he goes, if you were going to put Seth on the hot 100 list, would he even make the list? Like basically being an asshole to Seth Rogen. And Catherine was like, obviously he'd be number three. Seth is fucking hilarious. Seth is great. And just kind of like snap back at him. And I'm like, yes, like it's, it's not about looks. Yeah, it's. I think women care way less about looks than guys do. And guys, guys don't like, realize that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. And they and because they are almost like dressing up for each other. Like they like want to like look uh, like a certain way for each other, and they don't yes. realize like we don't really give a fuck. We care. Like I want you to be clean, and I want you to be nice. Yep. And I want you to wash your ass yeah. and not have dirty nails because those are going somewhere. No. Can't have dirt on those. Um, yeah, like there's. It's very there's the requirement. The bar is on the floor. The bar is so on the floor. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and like I'd prefer that they're not super bald, but also like that's not even always a deal breaker for me. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend was balding. You got an eclectic <laughs> taste. I like it. <laughs> but that's how uh, I love that. I think if you're close-minded and like you're just not going to find the right person or a person that could be your person. I'm like dating someone based on looks is so fucked if you think about it because 
you that they're not going to look like that forever so that's no. just like you're giving Thanks yourselves made. that expiration like yep. you if you if your personalities don't get along like looks are just a bonus thing at the end of the day if your personalities aren't like if you don't feel like this person is like your soulmate and like you guys get along really fucking well yeah don't fucking marry them don't be together no like just go fuck some or something go fuck a couple times and then go move on with your life that's why i could never like if i were to ever become single again like gym bros are automatically out (laughs) because i literally i have this theory that gym bros like they only work out because of other guys other guys yeah like that's why they're so obsessed like they're doing it to impress and other then guys. that's those are the kind of guys that are going to use women as trophies to bring back to their friends be like look i yep. fuck this hot chick she's looking dope sure are yeah as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, a couple more for you. Am I the asshole for holding my wedding at the same venue as my first husband's funeral? (laughs) (laughs) That's so me. (laughs) (laughs) That's so some shit I would do. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's get the context. (laughs) Last summer, my first husband passed away after being in a car accident a month before. The doctors expected him to pull through yet be paralyzed from the waist down. But he already had health problems and the trauma from the accident ultimately prevailed. Mm -hmm. I and his parents organized a funeral at a spacious old Catholic cathedral. I kept thinking to myself the whole time, This place is too beautiful for a funeral. For some reason, it felt wrong having such a sad occasion there. I even remember wishing that I had married my first husband there instead of the outdoor wedding we had. Fast forward to early 2022. I reunited with an ex-boyfriend of mine from years before. We started dating again. It's always the ex. It's always the one they told you not to worry about. They come back. And before we knew it, we were engaged. I've been criticized a lot for how fast I moved on, but I guess everyone heals differently. We started planning for the wedding in March. The wedding hasn't happened yet. It will be in May. And we decided that we'd have it at the same cathedral where my first husband's funeral was held. I'm still in contact with my first husband's parents, and they were happy for me when I told them I was dating and when I got engaged. In a phone call, my first husband's mother asked about the wedding, so I said that they could come if they wanted to. She seemed a bit taken aback at first, so I totally thought I screwed up, but she then said she'd love to. Then I told her that it would be held at the same cathedral as my first husband's funeral, and dot, 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 she went off on me. I don't know how to explain what happened other than to just write the conversation down. Me. We will be marrying at the blank cathedral. Silence. Her. I just can't believe it. Believe what? Silence. I'm sorry, this is just appalling to me. Me. I want to have our wedding there in honor of first husband. I would have married him there if I knew about the place. 
silence. Her. You're moving on too quickly. You need to slow down. Think of how first husband would feel. You can't replace him. I'm not replacing him. I'm trying to keep his memory alive. I found love again, but I will never forget him. You've moved on. You've moved on. Blank, first husband's name, hasn't moved on. He will never move on. And I'm, he's dead. And I'm sure if he were alive, he'd want to. Me, I'm sorry. She hangs up the phone. I haven't spoken to her or her husband since. I'm still planning on having me and my fiance's wedding there. But it just puts a bad taste in my mouth knowing that my first husband's parents are against it. But after all, they aren't involved in the wedding anyways, so I don't see why they should have a say. I wish they'd at least support me because I've been to hell and back. But this isn't that now. I'm in a better place and they don't like to see me happy. But I also kind of feel selfish since they aren't. Am I the asshole? Definitely the asshole. Yeah. There's a million places you could have your wedding. And like, I understand her like thought process of like, I'm honoring. But I think in if that's the way that you're thinking right now, then you're still in one of the fucking five stages of grief. You're, you might still be in denial, babe. Yeah. Because that's not the way to honor him. <laughs> Um, there's so many places to get married. Like, find a place that looks that has a similar vibe. That's somewhere like you can literally get married anywhere, and you're mm-hmm. choosing like that's like super fucking weird. Unless, and also like it doesn't seem like she had any like beef with her first husband. It seemed like they were very in love, and he just yeah. unfortunately passed like passed away. Yeah, like it's not like he like was fucking some other bitch, and like she's like being petty, which also would be still fucked because he's dead. But, yeah. Um. Like this is uh, that's really crazy. That's like that's it's that's telling me that she's not ready to be married to someone else, and there's something, something's off. Something's off. She's fucking unhinged. Yeah, she is actually unhinged. Uh, denial. I mean, you could throw. She's so delusional. Delusional. She's completely, delusional. Yeah, completely. That's my favorite word right now. And like, I think the line too, where she's like, "I wish they'd at least support me," and they don't like to see me happy. No, I don't. She said they yes. Don't like to see me happy. She like, literally said, said she would yeah. come to your wedding, just not at the place. I'm yeah. sorry. Does she want to go see her sons, her dead sons, ex-wife get married to someone else at the place where she had to go to her dead son's funeral? You think that's maybe going to bring back some some sad memories of her crying while her dead son gets buried in the fucking ground? Maybe I don't know. That's just a, a <laughs> just thought. A thought. <laughs> I probably wouldn't want to go to the place where I buried my son to see his wife marry someone else, but or at all. I'd probably never want to go to that place. No, I, even her. Like I'm, I'm just like I'm so shocked because even her. Like as you're standing there holding your partner's hands, looking at them, you're literally standing in the same place that that mm-hmm. casket was. That's the same fucking spot. There's only so many spots that are at the front of the church. Yeah, I'm sure the casket was right there. Yeah, that's like that's like some freaky shit. What do the comments say? Top comment, you're the asshole. Last summer, so it hasn't even been a year. Oh. Because oh, first of all, you shouldn't even be marrying someone. No. You should know them for like five years before you even marry them. Well, I guess it's her ex, but regardless, still, like that's it's, what they. It hasn't been even been a year since the guy died, and no, and uh, she's already uh, marrying a new person. Yeah, so weddings in May. So this is this was posted about a month ago. We're now June, so the wedding has for sure happened. So she posted this probably end of April, and I like summer can mean so many things. Like August is summer, so say it was August, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Ten months, nine nine ish, ten months since he died. Since he died, and it's like. There's no chance. Yeah. Like, how long did she wait to start dating this guy? And also, 
like they say that and even not not just for death but for breakup any kind of like moving on from mm-hmm. a relationship you have to take like half the time that you were together to like fully yeah. like get over the person i'm sure if they were married they were probably together for a long time and uh he died which is way harder to go through than a breakup yeah. uh so she's definitely still in the in the stages of grief and yeah. dealing with that so this is just this is absurd how is the guy not like are you sure <laughs> you sure you want to do this girl <laughs> like Ugh. why was he proposing like the, what i know i just want to know how this all went he was probably down. so happy that husband he's probably because he's an ex he's probably sitting waiting, waiting in the wings fucking men maybe he caused the accident that's where my mind goes i'm like it's the movie did he cause the accident that's, did he cut the brakes it's fucked up man yeah well and with that too like they say you shouldn't make any changes like even so simple as like moving out of the place or like getting rid of things for six months after a loss yeah like at that's the bare minimum so 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 their comment continues um hasn't even been a year since he passed and you're already remarrying so about three months later you date again and about three months you're remarrying and you know what the most cringy thing is that you were thinking of marrying someone at that venue on the day of your late husband's funeral when you should have been thinking about how the love of your life just died. Trashy and selfish behavior. Agree. Someone else goes, it's actually really common for those who are widowed to remarry quickly due to their vulnerability and desire to escape the grief and pain. Yeah, that's definitely what's happening. Yeah. She's like, she's running away from some shit. So I think she just needs to like self-reflect and be like, because then she's going to end up in a relationship with this guy and then she's going to finally, I I'm, mean, I'm, who knows if she, maybe she, maybe that would stop her from ever getting fully entirely over and getting better. Processing. Yeah. yeah processing everything for sure. Damn. Man. That's, <sighs> fucked up. That's so fucked up. Okay. Let's lighten the mood on the last one. Okay. Am I the asshole for tricking my in-laws into trying my food? This isn't necessarily my proudest moment, but I am tired of being the outcast. My 32 female husband, Pete, 34 male, comes from a family where the women are all bakers. I'm a baker myself, and I used to sell out of my house under the state's cottage laws, but stopped because I like it just as a hobby. His sister-in-law, Kay, 39, is the one who is known for her cupcakes and cake pops. When I first met everyone years ago, it was the first thing I learned. Everyone talked about everything she made. Even when Pete mentioned how good my stuff was, everyone would say that Kay sells hers and they're popular, so they must be better. Whenever I bring treats, they are often left untouched because, quote, they are not Kay's. Yes, I have been told that. They ask me to bring something every get-together and then never touch it. To be clear, Kay is mainly a baker, whereas I bake and specialize in professionally decorated cakes. Kay says that overly decorated cakes are compensating for their bad taste. She's obviously never seen it as a cake. Anyway, continue. Oh, yeah, that's the best job ever. Fucking Birkin bag? (laughs) And Pete's family agrees with her. We had a barbecue Monday for Memorial Day, and everyone made their treats. Kay decided to bring cake pops. She posted them on her Instagram the night before. So, I know this is immature, but I made the exact same ones she did. Same flavor and design. We got there and everyone asked where my treats were. I said they're in the car and I'll get them in a minute. So I waited for everyone to be outside. Then I brought mine in and put them next to Kay's. After we eat, I noticed the family eating my cake pops and not Kay's. 
She didn't notice at first and then asked if they weren't feeling cake pops. They said they just ate them and they were the best she's ever made and asked what she did different. Mother-in-law even said they looked so much better in person than the picture. Kay was confused and said hers were still on the table. That's when I said, quote, Oh, I brought those. Glad you enjoyed them. Her husband said he hadn't had one yet. Lies. He ate two. And everyone else just said, quote, Yeah, they were okay. Kay didn't say anything the rest of the night. Pete, my husband, thought it was funny. He didn't know what I did until the reveal, but his brother, Kay's husband, said yesterday that what I did was mean, and I'm just mad that Kay is a better baker. But Pete said it's ridiculous. It's, it's not even his sister. It's his sister-in-law. It's the it's her husband's brother's wife. wife. Uh-huh. Oh, this is just oh, this is just some petty shit. But Pete said it's ridiculous. The family, including Kay, puts down my baking when they won't even try it all because I'm not Kay. So am I the asshole? No, I think she's fire for that. I love and this. Fuck the family, dude. I love Families this. that are like mean to like, especially to like again, I'm always gonna be here to Bending women like fucking um any <laughs> like if in-laws are already that's already so hard to deal with like and comparing her to like the brother's wife like maybe they were married first and then they all were like oh my god we love her and then they no one will ever compare it's like that's just so it's petty so and annoying and gross and like just makes you feel so weird about your own relationship like i just think that that's stuff like that is just so pointless to me like why wow, this it. is so like just eat the fucking cake pop and enjoy it and they're both good wow what, was that really hard it's a tie they're both really good thank you guys you're both awesome how hard <laughs> is that it was so hard well the fact they all went back on it too they're like yeah. oh yeah they were all right when they had just said oh, okay they were the best you've ever made it's like what do you have against op has op just been like super shitty and that's why she's on the outskirts of like this family or are they truly just psychotic i think they are probably just fucking weird there has to be some weird dynamic of like maybe like Kay's super insecure and like like the brother was like you guys need to love her baking like you need to really hype her up and like yeah maybe there's like some weird thing going on there like with that um, i can see it or the parents are like narcissists and like typically when there's a narcissistic family um there's like a golden child and then yeah. the scapegoat so maybe like the other one's the, the golden child. Yeah, yeah, the golden child. So like they love Kay because it's the golden child's wife and they just dote on her. Yeah, that would make sense too. Yeah. Shitty. There are, right. Not the asshole. No, not, not the asshole all. girl. Um, there are some edits. We aren't the only two who bring desserts, just the ones who tend to bake cake more than others. Everyone else's desserts get eaten to some degree except mine. If it's not clear, everyone includes Kay. She has often tried to teach me techniques that I either already know or were completely wrong. So she wasn't like an innocent that got caught in the line of fire or something. Yeah, this family sucks. I think that's like the biggest thing too, where meet your in-laws as early as you fucking can. Yeah, because, because that's your family now and you're stuck with them. Yeah. Dude, it's so funny. I saw this truck when I was um, actually driving here. I saw this truck and it was like something like it was a, some business and it said like, family owned American operated or some of the shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, just because a business is family owned doesn't mean it's good. Like your family could fucking suck ass. Like, how do I know your family's cool? Your family probably sucks. They just, like, <laughs> I was just the like, first one. I don't know why that's what I thought when I saw a truck that said family owned. I was like, yeah, well your family probably sucks. So fuck you. Like I, I must've been really angry about something. I was like, yeah, but 
You anyway. had the opposite <laughs> reaction of what they were like trying to go for on I that like, ad. I was like, why is that like something that people brag about all the time? Like, yeah, it's cool if it's like a little mom and pop store, but if it's like yeah. a big giant corporation and it's family owned, like family probably sucks. First probably one sucks. could have been good, but like down the line, they just inherited, yeah. they inherited they, success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top comment on this one, 28,000 upvotes, not the asshole. And Pete's family is full of assholes. Someone else goes, and liars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and next one, right? Why do they go to such effort to make OP always feel like an outsider and inferior? They even tell her why won't taste her cakes because she is not K, which is, that's weird. Why ask someone to bring desserts if you're not even going to try shit? Yeah, that's so weird. You're like, where are your desserts? We're not going to eat them, but ugh. I can't even imagine. Thank you so much Never for coming married on today. Anyway. No, <laughs> I know. Or if you do, just good prenup. Good prenups. Oh, I, yeah, good I prenups. Believe, definitely believe in prenups. Good prenups. Mm-hmm. I love prenups. I used to be so against them, but now I'm like... Prenups are dope. Prenups. And you don't have to deal as as much with the divorce. Yeah, it's already outlined. It's like, I know I'm going to get divorced. If I get married, I'm going to get divorced. <laughs> I know me. I know I, I'm just like my mom when it comes to dating. I always ask her how many guys she thinks she's dated. And she's like honey, I couldn't even give you a ballpark number. Like, I have literally no idea. Like, I I, like hundreds, maybe thousands. <laughs> it's going to be me, mom. Your yeah. mom needs her own podcast talking yeah, about she all really her. Does, uh... But she refuses to talk about anything. She's like, I won't talk about that. I'm like, okay, whatever. But um, <laughs> no, I'm definitely, definitely going to be a divorcee. I want to be a young divorcee. Like, maybe like 30. That's, well, divorced. that's the thing. So maybe, I know you're 22. Maybe you honestly shouldn't wait until you're 28 because- I see so many people that are like, I wish I would have been divorced by 26 already because then you're like, you're ready for the next one and you like have this experience. Young divorcee also is fire. And if we get a prenup, so that's easy. You just quick split. Yeah. On the next one. (laughs) As a quick husband. I'm already too late. (laughs) God damn it, Justin. Where can people find you? Um, Everywhere. Everywhere. In my house. I'm just kidding. Don't come to my house. (laughs) I got robbed a week ago. What? Yeah. I'm just starting my get to get my jewelry back. Um, like I'm like buying stuff and it's rough. He likes Amazon. Anyway, no, it's fine. I'm totally chill. They, uh, they broke they broke my glass and broke into my house, but I got a new security system, so everything's fine. Um, so don't go to my house. <laughs> you can find where, me on Instagram. Where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Olivia O'Brien, Twitter at Olivia G. O'Brien. My Twitter is uh, it's very interesting. Your TikToks are fire. Thank you. That's also Olivia G. O'Brien, I believe. Okay. TikTok, so Spotify too. Go Spotify, stream shit. Just Olivia O'Brien. O B R I E N. A lot of people spell it with an A, but I spell it with an E. Really interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? 
Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.